I would like to begin this broadcast by acknowledging the Awabakal people, the traditional custodians of this land. I pay my respects to their elders past, present and emerging. I extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander listeners. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. And welcome back to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. My name's Bonnie and you are listening on Newcastle Live. It was an absolutely heated weekend of music right here in Newcastle. We had the Safe Sounds Festival, which was coordinated by What Were You Wearing? And it occurred at the Cambridge Hotel. One of the last times that uh, local bands are going to be able to be showcased at that venue, which is pretty crazy. I just wanted to put it out there straight off the block. You need to go and see Rad Doll when you get a chance. They are absolutely fantastic. Sadly, they don't have any music out yet, but as soon as it comes out, I'm going to give it a spin for you. Coming up today, we're going to be chatting to Dave Wells, who is an absolutely incredible singer-songwriter. We will also be having a chat with Soyboy, who have definitely been at the forefront of the local music scene lately. They're building a super loyal following and they're releasing some fantastic music. And if that's not enough, they have just had their latest music video premiere on Rage. How iconic. Huge congratulations to them and uh, we'll be talking to them all about that moment and about what's coming up for Soyboy. You'll also be hearing a couple of live tracks including one from Dave Wells and from Piper Butcher. My name's Bonnie and you're listening to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show on Newcastle Live. Welcome along. Dave Wells is one of Newcastle's finest songwriters and performers. His debut album is highly acclaimed and features genuine storytelling and provocative folk rock melodies. So it's my absolute pleasure to welcome to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show, Dave Wells. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Bonnie. It's great to have you in the studio. Uh, oh, thank it's you. It's always great to you know see you perform and listen to your music and... Uh, it's great to have the chance to finally talk to you about those different aspects. Oh, thank you so much. That was a wonderful introduction. I, I, it's been a while since I've done some on-air stuff, so you've made me feel quite welcome. Thank you. So when did you first pick up the guitar? And can you tell us about some artists that have had a big impact on your songwriting? Oh, good question. Um, guitar. Well, I, I picked up guitar when I was quite young, probably around 12, I think. And I absolutely hated it. It was the it was my guitar. Really? T- yeah, it was my guitar teacher. It was sort of you know flick the page by page kind of. Uh-huh. All right, do this next. Um, and you know, no offense to him, but it just didn't happen. So, right next door in this um, uh, tuition um, place was my brother playing drums. So I just got heaps jealous about that. And I said to mum, you know, I'm not doing guitar anymore. I want to go and play drums. So yeah. I ended up on drums first. Right. And I did that for a while and jammed along to a lot of, you know, favourite songs, I guess, Green Day and Lenny Kravitz and a whole heap of stuff. Um, even some stuff from the 60s I remember doing on drums and just got obsessed with drums. Yeah. But yeah, Crowded House is a big one. I'm a big fan of Crowded House growing up as a kid. Um, my brother was into Midnight Oils, so that kind of crept in there too. And um, yeah, it was kind of cool. I had an old record player from my grandparents and just I just enjoyed, you know, hanging out in the bedroom and just, you know, go down to the shed after school and just 
beat the hell out of an old pearl drum kit. <laughs> so yeah. when was it that it all finally clicked for you, the love mm. for the guitar and singing? Uh, probably got to year 12 and I had an amazing music teacher and I went back into guitar working with a local musician, Chris Alford. And Chris was just a fantastic guitar teacher and, and influence. Um, and we improvised and just learnt favourite songs. And, you know, if I wanted to learn Pink Floyd, then we learnt that. Mm. If it was Radiohead, I did that. So that was cool. And my uh, music teacher in high school was amazing. She kind of um, guided me through that songwriting process a little bit too. We got to mash up our own songs with like a Radiohead song. And, oh, man, what I loved awesome it. What an idea. That's yeah, so cool. Yeah, um, So we got to do things like that, and I think that's where it really kind of clicked. It was like, oh, I'm going to start writing my own songs. And um, for a long time I goofed around with my family and friends just writing silly songs and, you know, taking the piss out of people and stuff. Um, and then... As I guess I grew older, I just got a bit more serious. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Taking the piss out of others. Yeah, well, again, <laughs> you can kind of go to a party and just, you know, fling out a few chords and next thing you know, you're, you're having a go at a mate and it's just a good laugh. But anyway, I guess I still do that from time to time if you, if you find me in the right shade. Yeah. So before we start talking about uh, what's happening at the moment and mm. what's ahead, I'd like to go back to your debut album, which is called Self-Titled, mm. which is very cheeky. I oh, yeah. That. I guess I tried a traditional <laughs> thing there, you know. Um, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, I was catching up with um, my guitarist, Robbie Long, who's um, anyone have heard of his name, they'll, they'll know who I'm talking about. He's a bit of a legend around here. But I recorded that with Robbie Long in Newcastle. And um, I was thinking back on the album launch that we had at um, Watt Street. And, um, yeah, it was a beautiful night. Um, it, was a, it was a big deal. It took me a long time to kind of organise and bring it together mm. and... Um, I'd like to do that again sometime this year with some new stuff. I kind of like the idea of having a launch, you know. Well, I don't know if it's a launch party or it's a, I don't know, it's just nice to get everyone together. Yeah. You know, it's family, friends and just people that enjoy what I do. Um, get some spirit and energy behind yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But that album was, was great. Um, had fun recording the film clip to it, uh, Run Run Free was the first single and um, had a lot of fun recording it. I got to experiment with a lot of different tone colours and... Um, a lot of different musicians from the area came in and worked on it. Mm. So, yeah, I'm quite proud of that record. It's yeah, cool. as you should be. I, In my opinion, I think it's one of the most beautiful albums to ever come out of Newcastle. It's raw, it's powerful, it's acutely honest. And I'd like to know, can Thanks, you remember bro. the environment and kind of mindset that you were in when you were mm. writing these songs? And can you let us into that? Oh, I'll have to sort of jump back in time a little bit there um yeah it's, there's a mixture of songs on there um one song cold rusty cage comes to mind i guess um i was reflecting on um at the time i was writing or it was influenced by animal cruelty mm. and i was like oh how you know how do these creatures feel um and how some are treated um and eventually really that song kind of evolved into this idea of you know mental health i guess being trapped um enclosed by your own experiences or your headspace and um really just wanting to reach out and mm. get help or find someone um 
So that song was was quite uh, quite personal and reflective, and um, we ended up sing- winning a, a songwriting prize for that song, which was kind of cool. Um, and yeah, it, it involves um, a, a bow on a double bass, which is very tricky. My bass player TJ always gets a little bit nervous when we play that one live. Um, and it has a beautiful old flugelhorn too that was recorded and trumpet that was recorded on that song. So yeah, um, we played it for this um, song competition um, a few years ago. We had to get up on stage and play one song. Yeah. We rehearsed out back. It sounded terrible. And the tuning was all over the place, you know, <laughs> and we're all sweating and getting nervous. We stepped out in front of 100 people and it just, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was just the energy between the three of us. Mm. It was flugelhorn, double bass and myself on acoustic guitar. And it just happened. And the room, you could hear a pin drop, you know, and I just love that about music. And I just mm. love that about performing. And the, the song spoke for itself. And uh, yeah, that's I know if the boys are listening to this, they know what I'm talking about. It was just one of those gigs. We come off stage and we just like <laughs> felt like we won a grand final, f- I don't know, football match or something. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was like, oh, man, wow, was, how cool was that? You know, so, yeah, I'm, I'm quite proud of that album and the songs and, um, and some of the experiences that we've had with it. I feel like as a performer, you're really great at harnessing energy and kind of, I feel like whenever I see you, you are definitely the focal point of what's going on on stage because of how much energy you put into your performance, Mm -hmm. but in a very natural way. Like it's not over the top or anything. That's good. I kind of feel awkward sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm, I don't know if it's just my, uh, it's just, you know, natural kind of nerves and paranoia, Mm. but I kind of feel pretentious sometimes, but I don't know. I just, you got to. I just let it happen, let the song do what it does and, you know, hope that people see that. Yeah, so that's always nice to hear. You you seem so cool, calm and collected on stage. Like that (laughs) does not come across at all. Yeah, that's really interesting that you feel that way. Uh, Thank you. So last year we heard the first single from your planned eight-track release, which Mm -hmm. will feature songs from your debut album Reimagined Mm -hmm. and stripped back to their core so I believe the inspiration for this decision came from lockdown. So can you tell us a little bit more about the release? Yeah, so I was writing a whole bunch of songs um, and I, uh, yeah, was gigging still where I could. And I guess like a lot of songwriters, we just focused on writing and recording. Um, but I did a, an interview on air and... Um, I got a couple of hours off work and I shot into the studio, did the interview, played a couple of songs, which was nice and refreshing to get out and do that during lockdowns. And yeah. Things. And uh, yeah, so then headed home and on the way home, I got an email from um, uh, from a studio and the name was familiar, but I just couldn't quite pick it. And uh, so I thought, ah, oh, don't worry about it. I'll wait till I get home, you know. <laughs> Uh, so I went back to work, got home, and uh, opened this email. I said, Nick Dia." I said, where do I know that name from? You know, that's bugging me. So I Googled it and realized he's, you know, um, one of the biggest producers of yeah. our time, really. And he said, Dave, come in. Uh, we'd like to have a coffee. You know, you said you wanted to record some songs. I heard you on the radio, and, you know, we should sit Jeez. down and have a coffee sometime. I was like, well, what? So, yeah, next thing you know. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it was but nearly maybe six or eight months later, I ended up in the studio with him and recorded this solo album. So. And was that during the pandemic? Yeah, just coming out of the pandemic and recording the, stu- uh, the album with him was between kind of those long lockdowns. So I was mm. able to get up to Byron Bay and record with him and, and all that. So, yeah, quite lucky, fortunate to kind of for it to all sort of fall in place with him. So, yeah. Yeah, beautiful. So for those wanting to see you live, uh, mm-hmm. what are your plans for gigging this year? Well, um, I've just been sitting there and booking a heap of stuff because uh, I've been laying low the last sort of 14 months. Um, but yeah, we've got a few things coming up uh, yet to be announced as such. But Newcastle, um, I'll be here on February 18th. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, because uh, the ship for good, the um, Steve Irwin, the MV yes. Steve mm-hmm. Irwin, they're running like a fundraiser um, uh, and they're filming uh, uh, a movie from uh, Ocean Film Festival. So we're gonna wow. we're gonna join them. Yep, um, it's still in the pipeworks, but uh, <laughs> you know it, it's exciting. So we'll get to go over to the old pump house at Carrington there and play some songs, and then um, yeah, it's all going to be projected across the old Carrington pump house yeah, building, yeah. which is sounds visually really amazing. So yeah, we'll be there to do that. Um, and then we're at the Levee in Maitland on the 26th Beautiful. of February. So, yeah. Yeah, excellent. So quite a bit coming up then. Yeah, there is actually. Yeah, yeah, it's been good. That's awesome. So before I let you go, I want to know, is there a particular gig or uh, time that you've performed that holds a special place in your heart or that you think would be a personal favourite? Uh, oh, geez, there's a few. I'd, I'd probably lean... Um, I think leaning on the Dashville Progress Society out at the Gumball. Yep. There's been lots of amazing <laughs> um, shows with those guys. Such a big band. Um, I think a highlight out of all those highlights <laughs> would be singing um, Augie March's One Crowded Hour um, to, uh, yeah, 2,000 people, which was yeah. quite amazing. And... Um, uh, yeah, that's pretty close to my heart, that song. Mm. Um, beautiful song. And uh, the audience was very, very um, tentative and quiet and enjoyed it. So, yeah. Dashville is such a magical place. I was only mm. lucky enough to start going there or going there for the first time last year. Mm. And in my eyes, I think it's one of the most beautiful places to get to go to see live music. Mm. Um, For those that don't know, can you tell us a little bit more about the Dashville Progress Society? Uh, It's a community band. I call it like, that's how I see it, a community band of a whole bunch of musicians, local musicians or whoever we can wrangle, really. (laughs) And it depends. Very much the case. Yeah, it depends on who we can wrangle. (laughs) Um, That's when it starts to progress. So, yeah, (laughs) could be a 10-piece band one year and then it could be a 15, 20-piece band the next year. You just don't know. Um, But... Uh, yeah, it's a festival, Dashville festival only experience. Mm. Um, we've we've done one or two things outside of that, but uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun and um, you get to explore some songs that um, you may not have heard of or played before. So that's good fun too and challenging for us singers and musicians. Yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much for spending some time with me. It's really great to finally get you into the studio. Is it over already? I know, I know. (laughs) We'll get you back in. (laughs) That'd be awesome. Yeah, thanks, Bonnie. I appreciate it. And I appreciate everyone's support too. 
It's the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. This next song is called Ella. Uh, it was inspired by a local author, Nick Milligan, and one of his short stories um, where a girl goes missing um, and the suspect is a megalodon. So uh, I wrote the song inspired by that story and just the thought of never being able to find someone. Um, here it is, Ella. Oh, 
Post-punk new wave synth pop is now available in pill form thanks to local band Soyboy who have harnessed your favourite musical moments of the early noughties and laced it with a brand new breath of creativity with absolutely no limits. It's my pleasure to welcome the makers of some excellent music to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show, Jade, Will and Zach from Soyboy. Thanks for joining me. Hey guys, how you going? So good to have you on the show. Good to be here. What's been happening, team? Uh, you've been busy performing the last couple of weeks. You've had quite a few gigs. What have been some highlights for you? Um, I think mainly, I think it's, I don't know, it's just having the break from the creative side to do a bit of gigging and, like, hone our sound. But then I think the main highlight is, like, making new music while oh, just in, like, behind the scenes like the, the gigs are great but sometimes they, they do get a bit exhausting so it's so good to just like get creative and make new music it's yeah. just so exciting yeah absolutely you guys put a lot of energy into your live shows as well so it would be draining yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> I, will, I will not lie uh doing doing the scream uh every performance <laughs> it is stress relieving <laughs> but it's like it, it like takes a lot out of me. I think, I think Zach could probably agree with, I can, I can always see how yeah. ready get Zach every show. It's whenever <laughs> it's usually chill for the first half of the set. And then as soon as glyceride comes on, I'm just sweating all the makeup off and I can't <laughs> see at 10 minutes after that song. But no, um, the gig's been great. The gig we had at the last with rave tapes was probably one of our biggest high. Well, uh, yeah. that, that was, was like awesome, a man. super fun night. Good vibes, a lot of people there, and it was it was just a really, really, really good good time. Yeah, yeah, it looked awesome. So your debut EP supplements has been out for almost a year now, which is pretty crazy. So are you still enjoying playing these songs live? And if you had to pick a personal favorite track, which would it be and why? Um so uh no, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I kind of do. Uh, some of them. Um, some of them I don't. Uh, I like playing probably half of it live. But, yeah, no, it's cool. Like, it's it's just like you get sick of it after a while because there's only four songs. I mean, you know, like, there's only so many times you can play bus driver and, and glyceride and all that shit, you know? We, we've only, we, dude, we can't, like, be entering our creep phase like Radiohead. Oh, uh-huh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Song would actually have to be ETA just because it's it's way more chill, 
like going from the like what Jade was saying, the real intense kind of song. That's great. That's always good fun. But then kind of like mellowing the set out with a more chill song that everyone can kind of like relate to, vibe to, just relax with us as well. I really, really enjoy playing that one live as well as playing it. Yeah, so um, that's actually a really good segue because ETA, the music video, has just premiered on Rage. How crazy. What an awesome achievement. What was that like, uh, getting to find out about that? Um, So we've had some wonderful people at Holy Moly Artists um, that were, and sorry, also I just need to give creds um, at MPZR Media. Zach, um, he's the one who's absolutely just put so much effort into this music video and then to like pass it on to Holy Moly artist Johnny there and then to get it sent and like the oh is it gonna is it gonna get in and then getting that message of like it's in it got in it's gonna be on it this time and I'm like it was in, it's so surreal it's like the most I feel like it's the most surreal moment I've had in Soy Boy so far yeah like I've I watched Rage I think we all watched Rage as a kid so it's just like all the times oh, oh. waking up on the couch at 3am and watching Rage <laughs> and falling back asleep to Rage. It's just crazy just watching it now and seeing our faces on it. It's, it's, it just doesn't feel real sometimes, but it's just, it's crazy to think about. Yeah. Yeah. The logo next to like my face is weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. So did you all wake up at 3.30 in the morning to watch it? Nope. No. <laughs> what? what? It was, it was oh my god! Early. So it, it was already out um, on the twenty seventh oh, uh, okay. on iView. So I, I watched it there, so I didn't have to stay up that late. That's cheeky. <laughs> that's okay. Brutally honest, yeah, man. Jeez, that's so crazy. Did you uh, get any videos from fans or anything that were up watching it at that time? Yeah. Yeah, we did. That's cool. I, I got like a bunch of friends sending me videos being like, holy, holy shit, ah, it's, mm. it's you. And it, like, oh, it was just insane. It was a very surreal day. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, hopefully it won't be the last time that you played on Rage yeah. either. Hopefully not. Yeah. 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 Now, moving on to your live shows, uh, they've definitely been on the radar as one not to miss because of their high energy and obviously quirkiness. And you've amassed some really loyal fans, as we were just talking about. So what's your favourite thing about getting to play live, even though, you know, you're playing these songs from the EP? And I'd also like to know, will we start to see some new songs in the near future? I think the all-time favourite thing about gigging is just like, for me, it's it's like, connecting with the audience and seeing that there is a bunch of people who like give a shit about what we're doing and like care enough to like come to our shows and cheer us on. And like any hard- as well. That's crazy. Any- oh, it's insane. <laughs> like any hardship we face, it's like, it makes it all worth it. Like at our show on last Sunday at the Cambo for the, what were you wearing um, event? A fan, I've literally got it. I've got it. <laughs> wait 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 let me get it <laughs> and i don't know that their name but they made a little sign and they hit, and i was like i was i cried i went to, and they handed it to me i went to the back room and i cried because this is like oh my god i just oh it's it for me it's all about the people it's all about yeah the people. Like, mm. 
That's amazing. I saw that sign at the uh, festival and I assumed that it was um, a vinyl, you know, sleeve because even though you don't have vinyls out, but I just, that's amazing that they went to that effort and did that. That'd be a cool design for a vinyl, actually. It would be. Yeah. That would be kind of sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Over the moon. Over the moon about it. Like, I, I still get teary. I to think about, like, ah, oh, it just, it, like, hits me in my heart so much <laughs> that sounds so cringe but like it like it makes me feel so warm that's beautiful so where did the uh, idea for the music video come from and for those who haven't you know switched on to iview yet can you tell us a little bit more about that um i think it was oh i feel like because me and zach when we were making well i drew up all the storyboards so like all the shots that you see that it's ever I've drawn it. I can show you the sketch of like wow. me drawing the, the composition of it. So I think it was just a little bit of um, just like how the song made, I, I, I guess it's, it's a little bit personal because I'm the one who storyboarded it, but it's just like how the music made me feel onto artwork mm-hmm. and then like recreating that shot for shot and like using Zach's genius, like uh, shot placing lighting and all that stuff it just tied in to make the vibe so good and it's like um I talked to my dad about it he said it's very like 80s still shoddy kind of like kind of like montagey almost like in like towards the end of the song where they're more of like not actually on the band or one person more like just like lights or real kind of like cinematic kind of shots not so much the band It it was it was a cool like difference from like doing the band shots and then the the open kind of sparse shots. Mm. Yeah, I like not nocturnal kind of shots and stuff with like the cars and the roads and and stuff mm. and the one of Jade with like and like the red drenched neon car and stuff like that. It's really cool. Yeah, no, I, I'll tell I'll tell you all a fun fact um, about it. There's there's a, there's a few shots that you'll see that's like overlooking a cliff um, onto the water. And uh, me and Zach, we, we woke up at 3.30 a.m. to get those shots. I re- like literally s- didn't speed, but very quickly <laughs> got into town at Meriwether. And like, it was a race again. It was like the most exhilarating thing ever, like racing to get the sunrise. And we got it. And you guys, will, everyone will be able to see it. Uh, February 3rd is when the official the YouTube release is, as well as everything else. So you guys will be able to see it. Or if you want to see it now, iView. 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 <laughs> Get that ABC plug in there. Um, yeah, no, no, I, I feel like I have to. Like, you do. One of us has to be media trained, okay? <laughs> and not only will the music video be coming out on the 3rd of February, but there's also a sick launch party happening at the last. So what are the plans for that night? Fight fans. Fight fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we actually have a, like a... Oh, sorry. So we're actually... We have some really cool stuff planned with, um, we've got Inamata and a soda simulator coming to join us. So good. And uh, right at the end, we we have, we are going to have like a bit of a really cool showing of it. I don't want to spoil, oh, like, okay. I don't want to spoil exactly what's going to happen, but like, you will be able to see the video there in a cool way. <laughs> 
Excellent. That's really exciting and uh, definitely a great excuse to head out to the gig. So is it a ticketed one? And if oh. so, or no? Free, yeah. Free? Yeah, free. Yeah. free soy. Yeah, no excuses then. Get on yeah. down to the lass on the 3rd well, of February. I actually February. got a flight plan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Might just pass the vape around instead. A bit more friendly. <laughs> so before I let you guys go, uh, we were talking a little bit about the new music that's currently in the works before. I'd like to know, is it going to be in the same vein as the Supplements EP or can you tell us a little bit about the themes that are coming out in this new music? Death. Death. <laughs> <laughs> post fighting like fans no, yeah. no, actually kind of actually a good analogy for it, yeah. 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 Like every song yeah okay. we, thought we, we thought we'd come out like with our first like album we're making yeah it's going to be about the end like the end. <laughs> beginning of the end yeah <laughs> but yeah in, in terms of sound I think like I feel like you'll still be able to know it's so boy. like mm. from listening you'll definitely be able to get the vibe but I do think we are like throwing in some new new ideas new stuff in the mix um we we are we are actually playing a few songs uh from the new stuff at the gig uh this Friday if anyone wants to come along and hear the new music maybe (laughs) yeah I'd say it's like probably slightly more electronic maybe than the uh, the EP like there's a bit more like program beats and and synths and stuff Delving more into like synth pop a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like a continuation from ETA, you know, kind of like transitioning Mm. from that into more that direction. Mm. Wow, that's really exciting. And uh, I would like to know also, you do feature heaps of samples throughout your music and I find it really cool. I think you have this amazing authentic sound that is super soy boy. As you were just saying, you know, you guys could release anything and it would sound like soy boy. So how do you find these samples and uh, where does this come from? Is this a band meeting where you're like, Hey, we've got a spot in the song here. What's going to go good. Is that more or less a, like a Tristan question? Cause he, uh, kind of, he uh, looks after most of us. Yeah. yeah. I can probably maybe answer that. Um, like, when we use the 404 Live, that a lot of that's like, yeah, programmed stuff. Um, and like, well, the thing is we want to put more samples, but you can't clear samples when you're making as much money as us. So <laughs> the samples are like kind of like changed enough to legally get away with it. Or we <laughs> get a robot to read the lines instead of sampling the TV show, which is what we do on Bus Driver. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, remember, I remember for Bus Driver getting the message of like, Jade, can you just read these lines? Like, and I was like, I, I can't. I don't have my mic. I don't. I don't have a, like a good mic. And they're like, we don't care. Just like, read it. Just, just read it in a messenger and send it. Wow. And then that, that's what it made and it a bunch of reverb background. on it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make it not sound like shit. Yeah, <laughs> that is so cool. What an awesome little tidbit. Mm. Hell yeah. Mm. Well, can't wait to see all of these or hear all the new electronic bits and pieces. Thank you guys so much for joining me today and a huge congratulations on the music video going up on Rage. That's a huge achievement and I hope that you guys have a fantastic year. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. No worries at all. It's the Newcastle Line, a local music show. 
Here's another live track for you. It's from the incredible Piper Butcher, and it was recorded at her Bout Time Fest last year at the Wickham Park Hotel. And this song hasn't been released yet. So you're getting a little bit of a sneak peek here, and I'm sure that you're going to absolutely love it. It's so bluesy, and it really shows off her voice. She has such an incredible knack of writing these fantastic hooks and riffs. So get into it.
per sorsi. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. I hope that you enjoyed all of the tracks that I played today. And if you did, make sure that you tune into the stream right here on Newcastle Live 24-7. We are streaming local music right now until the end of summer. How good is that? doesn't get any better. I'd love to say a big thank you to Jade, Will and Zach from Soy Boy for joining me and uh, I hope that you'll pop along to The Lass on the 3rd of February this Friday night to celebrate the launch of their brand new music video for ETA. I really hope that you enjoyed the chat with Dave Wells and I'd love to say a big thank you to them for joining me. I'd also love to say thank you to Piper Butcher and Dave Wells for their live tracks. They were so much fun to get to play and I'd like to say thank you to What Were You Wearing for having me at the Safe Sounds Festival yesterday. It was a whole heap of fun and it was really awesome to feel that the culture is changing in Newcastle. It's definitely becoming a safer space and that's because of everyone that is contributing to this energy. By being conscious of the people around you, you have no idea how much of a difference that makes. So congratulations to you guys as well. I will see you next Monday night from 6pm for a brand new episode of the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show. I hope that you have a fantastic week. Hopefully you get to see some great music and thank you so much for joining me. My name's Bonnie and you've been listening to the Newcastle Live and Local Music Show.